Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watch in movies, eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chitting all over your tatum! Doing party! Wow, Wesley. Wow, Katie. You've really grown into yourself since I saw you last. Your dongle's real big. <laughs> is this a dongle? No. Oh. Well, whatever this is, it's huge. Thanks for showing me your new microphone! <laughs> it's so fancy. It's bi- well, yes. <laughs> It's shiny. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 2018. <laughs> Welcome to the viewing party 2018. <laughs> Whoa. Are we like a wrestling show now? <laughs> We've always been a wrestling show where we wrestle with the real issues. Oh. Uh, oh, I don't have anything prepped for, uh, 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 what's his name? Shoot, the guy without hair. Shoot, <laughs> the watch 2018. <laughs> Uh, I haven't watched The Young Pope, so I have no new uh, updates on that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to 2018. <laughs> new and improved and removed from reality. I'm Katie. <laughs> this is Wesley. And this is Viewing, viewing party. party. In a blanket fort. Yes, we're coming to you live from a blanket fort. Because <laughs> we're professionals. It's the best part of the year. <laughs> blanket fort, 2018. <laughs> Viewing party style. Uh, yep, there we are. That's what we got. We got this new microphone. Wesley blessed us. Yeah. Peace and blessings with mm-hmm. this new microphone. I, it's, I'm i so used to having to talk really loud. Oh, yeah, no. In order to get the sound to pick us up. And so I I don't know what to do with my voice if you, I can just speak normally you to you. just speak like, low normal, actually. Like, Wesley, fine. I don't have to shout at you. Oh, no. <laughs> well, not that I... I don't really shout at you. I know what you mean. But I mean, I don't have to, like, there's no projection needed. This is a terrifying concept for me, and I apologize. (laughs) Thank you. I'll turn it down before I No, no, keep it at regular volume, because I, when I listen to our podcast in the car, I have to turn it, like, all the way up to hear us. It's super annoying to me, so I assume it's annoying to somebody else. I've never noticed that. Um, I have to turn it way, way up in order to hear everything. So, hopefully you guys can keep it all at reg volume, or even lower than normal, so you don't blow your grandma's ears out, because we all know you listen to Viewing Party with your grandmas. <laughs> if you do, please let us know, because that fun. <laughs> your grandmothers might really like this movie we watched today. <laughs> oh, they might. Oh, starring Sally Field. Yeah. Do we? So last week we did an entire episode on Park and Rec. Yes, we did. Um, if you guys missed it, um, why did you do that? You're listening to a podcast out of order, you weirdo. This is serial. What are you doing? <laughs> I have to look away when I laugh. Uh, so what? What do I sound like when I'm over here? I don't we didn't know. test that. What do I sound like when I'm doing something insecure? Does it sound any different than when I'm feeling really confident? <laughs> wow. We'll find out. And you guys will hear it because we don't know what we're doing. We didn't we did a pretty thorough sound check. We landed in uh 
this blanket fort that we mentioned uh, a while back, if you remember, <laughs> because we were doing sound checks all over the house. <laughs> we tried in my walk-in closet, which would have been a good it idea. It would have been great. Except that's where the cat's hiding and she, whenever people come over. And she hates me. So the podcast she hates most people, so don't take it too personally. <laughs> so the podcast would have been like... You would have had weird Easter eggs of a cat hissing, yeah. and you also would have gotten a really good look at what my anxiety sounds like <laughs> up close. <laughs> uh, so we opted for a blanket fort as a happy medium by the litter box. <laughs> yeah, we covered it from view. It's okay. It's all good. We can't view that party. <laughs> I don't want to view God. that party. No, there's no party that I want to view. <laughs> Next stop, bathtub. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could. This is our new intimate version of viewing Penny. It's not. What do you do for New Year's? Uh, <laughs> played Sims with you, most of your siblings. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Played Sims with my siblings? Wait, what do you mean by most? <laughs> your two brothers. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, there's four, so Half. what's the majority? <laughs> You were with the other siblings. So of my siblings, two out of three, yes. I was like, huh? I couldn't, yes. Yeah, you sure did. You played The Sims to ring in the new We year. definitely, yeah, yeah. Victoria was like, hey, do you want to come over? And I was like, we could play The Sims. And she was like, yes, we could. You had a LAN party to ring in 2018? We sat, all of us in the same room on different laptops and played The Sims. And we set an, like, Rob had to set an alarm on his watch or his phone so we wouldn't forget when New <laughs> Midnight was. So you guys could kiss your Sims, make your Sims kiss. No, make your Sims kiss. No, that did not happen. Because that would have been what I did. But everybody Sims have to kiss Were you all in the same neighborhood or playing in like different? No, because we were all in different like games and different computers. Man, that would have been amazing. So we couldn't like hang out with our virtual selves. That's very meta. Like, oh, I came over to your house so that my Sims could come over to your house. <laughs> it was a very low-key, nerdy years. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, I rang in the new year in a Eeyore onesie. Nice. And um, we played Cards Against Humanity. And we watched the CNN coverage of New Year's. Oh, no. For whatever reason. Why? I don't know, I was at a Democrat's house, and (laughs) (laughs) so we watched CNN, because uh, Anderson Cooper was, like, hosting. We didn't know, we just turned on, like, the news. Fun fact, I'm kind of related to Anderson Cooper. What? Yeah. The Silver Fox? true. Oh, well, he and Andy Cohen were hosting together. That sounds ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) So, it was more ridiculous than I could have dreamed. So, speaking of also ridiculous, on yes. New Year's Day, I had forgotten, and my dad texted me about it, and the Rose Parade is on, and my family watches that every year. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with the Rose Parade? I've heard of it. So, <laughs> they have the Rose Bowl, but before the parade, they have, before that, they, they like football game, they have this parade, and all the floats are made with, like, they're giant floats, and they're covered in, like, they have to be covered in flowers. Oh, yes. And this so parade, they're, like... Yes. Real okay. weird, and there's, like, always a lot of, like, animatronic things covered in, like, cinnamon bark, and, like, just, just, <laughs> and the, they the smell theme good. is always, like, real vague, and is, like, the future, and, like, that kind of thing. Pause. Yeah. Pause your tangent in my tangent for this tangent. Oh, you no. You have a book. Yeah. Called Blankets. Where? By Craig Thompson. 
<laughs> right oh, there, yeah. right on your bookshelf. Yeah, it's I'm, a it's I'm, a really great like uh, I'm in a novel. I'm in a blanket fort, and there's like one little like sliver where I can see your bookshelf, <laughs> and the only book I can see is called Blankets. blankets. I forgot. I opened that's amazing. It. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay, so, so anyway, roses. We turned the rose parade on. And just put on silent and, like, let it play during breakfast while we were just, like, yes. hanging out and talking. It is even better on mute because there's so much ridiculousness happening. So they have a, like, grand marshal of the parade every year. This parade's been a going on. A grand marshal? Yeah. The <laughs> no. parade's been going on since, like, the 1890s oh. or something. Like, it's been going on a long time. Since, like, Hamilton was around. Yeah. Oh, I wonder so, if Hamilton was ever the Grand Marshal. I don't think so. We looked at the list of Grand Marshals because I was like, oh, who's the Grand Marshal this year? They have interesting people. You will never guess what celebrity was the Grand Marshal this Russell year. Brand. Nope. Well, I did, sure didn't guess. <laughs> Gary Sinise. What? <laughs> what? Like, why? Why was he the Grand Marshal? And, like, I had looked back to, like, so they've had some cool Grand Marshals. Like, uh, Mr. Rogers was Grand Marshal one year. Like, um, uh, Shirley Temple's been Grand Marshal, like, four times. Like, all these crazy uh, oh, people. That's like, so he's the most weird. random celebrity. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, like, why? <laughs> what, is, what is he even doing? So, oh, and, but the best a- part, though, is, like, Victoria and I were just dying because they have all these weird things. There's lots of marching bands, and there's lots of, like, people on horses. Yes. And stuff like of that. Of course. But they ended with a musical number, and we were like, okay. And so... That would make sense, depending yeah. on the musical. So it wasn't a musical... It was like a musical act, so it was like oh. a musician on a float. Oh, got it. So we couldn't figure out who it was, because it was just a bunch of, like, musician types wearing, like, black shirts or jackets with instruments. Oh. Was it the Black Parade? No. <laughs> My <laughs> Chemical Romance made a comeback at the Rose Parade. <laughs> And, like, they have, like, the thing on the screen that tells you, like, who the band is or where they're from and all that stuff for every float. Yes. For this one, it just said, closing show, Rose Parade. And we were like, what the crap Who are these people? So we went to turn off mute because we were like, we literally can't, like, this person could be doing any type of music and we can't tell. Because (laughs) (laughs) we can't hear it. Yeah. So we turn off mute and just then, like, they play the last note and, like, are done and just wave and, like, the show's over. That's it. We were like, what is this? <laughs> so I spent the next, like, 20 minutes trying to Google and figure like, out who was, the, who was the person at the closing act. We finally found it in a press release from a month earlier. Oh, no. It was Andy Grammer. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were like... That's a, like a bit like that's a name people have heard of. Why you literally Why did not you write Andy Grammer on the, on the, screen. Of the screen. Also, the like people hosting. You know how they always like have newscasters hosting. Yes, it was the Property Brothers and some blonde lady because it's on HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I forgot how much I love this weird parade. It was wonderful. The Property Brothers. <laughs> Are they still single? I think one of them's married now. Or it's probably married. the cute one. <laughs> <laughs> Woe is me. Aww, and the one, me. the I like the realtor one. I, don't I think he's the cute one. Oh, <laughs> they look so much alike. They look so. They like look like brothers. 
Well, I'm glad you had a nice time watching the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it's the weirdest parade. Uh, that, like, great. puts all my stories to shame about New Year's Eve. I didn't really have any after that. I hung out with, like, dogs and babies and uh, onesies. I watched my friends kiss at midnight. Mm. And then afterwards, it was kind of funny. I was, like, Instagramming all of... Or I was Snapchatting all of my friends kissing in this room <laughs> around me. I was seventh wheeling oh, the no. evening. And... Um, <laughs> And then later on, my friend Corey was like, yeah, I felt kind of awkward, and I thought you'd be filming it. I was like, I did. Did you miss my Snapchat story where I, I was like, your girlfriends kissed me, though. Like, I mean, like, like there's, like, a video of them, like, kissing me on the cheek, and I was like, yeah, yeah I did it. <laughs> it was that moment of, like, it's midnight. I'll just be quiet for a few moments. I'm a little messed up. And just, like, it was definitely, like, one of those moments of, like, I... I told him, I was like, you know, it's not different than hanging out with couples normally, except everyone was kissing at the same time yeah, instead that's of, weird. like, your friends, you know, like, when they, when two people love each other, sometimes <laughs> they'll give each other a quick smooch while they're hanging out. That's great. But they all do it when at they the like, same, one, there's, like, two, three, and then go. you're like, <laughs> and you're like, oh. I'm just watching my friends make out now, and I'm like, this is really voyeuristic that's and weird. awkward for me. Not because of the kissing, and it had nothing to do with, like, oh, boo, I'm single. Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> it was just this, like, oh, everyone's kissing at once, and now I'm just like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> what do I do with people. my eyes? <laughs> like, how, like, where do I look? <laughs> that isn't super weird. And I look at the TV screen, and there's like millions of people kissing, and I'm like, ooh, that's weird too. <laughs> like, it was, it's, it's the one moment of the year that I'm like, hmm. What do I do? <laughs> you play the Sims, like, obviously. Now, obviously, I go back to my Sims and make them kiss. <laughs> and I'm like, kiss. <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> it is. It's very. I'm just picturing that thing weird. from Tangled where he has the two tiny unicorns. Yes, yes exactly. So and he's making them kiss. That's exactly. It's very. It's like weird fan fiction that happens in real life where you're like, and then everyone kissed. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, however, back to the CNN coverage yes. real quick. Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen, A, were fine. It was so weird, though. They were, they had different um, correspondence yeah. <laughs> in different, like, cities, cities like, yeah. cities in the country because like, they want to do like the rolling new like yeah new like oh look it's, look at everybody so they were blah 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 like, yeah they were checking over well they were in new york so new york gets it first and then it rolls back but so they were checking in on everybody else who was way earlier in the evening they were checking in on denver the woman in denver was at on some big weed bus <laughs> Like they were smoking bongs on live I'm, television. Yeah. Which whatever I feel like it's, I've heard I've heard yes, about this. Whatever, it's legal, but we were like, this is so inappropriate. Like children mm -hmm. all over the country are watching this. Yeah. Like this is not like something that needs to be glorified necessarily. Like the woman was just clearly at a contact high. And we were like, this is so weird. And like it kept going. It's so Like the segment kept going. We we're like, yeah. what in the world? So then they like move on and do some other stuff. They come back to her later and now she's at like a puff pass and paint party. Oh dear. Where like, you know, everyone's smoking weed and also painting, like a paint along party. Yeah. That was insane. I <laughs> and bet. Like smoke everywhere, more weed. She was clearly over the contact high and into like a full on high, and was just like, "We're having a great time here in Denver." And it was like, "Oh, 
was like, we were like, please make it stop. Oh my God. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, we're going to interview Dave Chappelle. And uh, who's that really hot, sleazy musician that Taylor Swift dated? <laughs> Dear John, John Mayer. John Mayer, that's, I, that's the one I was going to guess. So Dave Chappelle and John Mayer, he's he's also very pretty, and I would. I would follow in Taylor's footsteps there. And um, not that I know what she Did you I know, know, I heard that, uh, tangent to your tangent, that John Mayer is the one who started the Kylo Ren Instagram challenge. That's amazing. Is that hilarious? Yes. Oh, it's so good. I know you'd appreciate that. Oh, my gosh. So they pop over to, like, another section of New York to interview Dave Chappelle and John Mayer because apparently they have a show together now. Of course. Where, like, John Mayer does some songs and Dave Chappelle does some comedy and then they have some comedy together. And oh, then man. They, that and sounds then, But it sounds super weird. But then we're like, that would also be really great. Like, that could, like, the way that those two work together, they played, like, it was a great interview. Hmm. However, as soon as we shot over there, like, ooh, I was like, oh, cool, everyone be quiet. Like, we're going to watch these two who have collaborated on a project. This will be a really interesting interview. They, like, get done with the whole weed segment. We're like, wow, this is super inappropriate showing this, like, level, like, this level of smoking on television at this point. Like, we got it in the 60s when everyone was still like smoking. It's, it's not like a plot in a show. Like right. It's live <laughs> this is just like, oh my God, the world's watching you right now. And so they go over and Dave Chappelle is smoking a cigarette, realizes he's live, and then sets it out of the shot. <laughs> like, CNN, what are you doing? Oh my God. We were all like, what is happening with this show? That's so weird. It was so weird and super uncomfortable. I read some other thing where Andy Cohen really pissed off Nicole Kidman because he asked her about something dumb, and she, like, rolled her eyes and was like, I think we need to talk about more important things. And I was like, oh, my God. It was so weird. <laughs> so we watched CNN, and we're like, so why? We're like, doesn't ABC normally do this? We're like, where's all the concerts? We got to watch uh, uh, Long Face, My Hair Will Go On, Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my brain the works. The way that you, like, describe people <laughs> when you can't think of their name is hilarious. Long face, my heart will go on. <laughs> Ooh, not with this microphone. <laughs> um, she, we saw, like, we got to see her at her new Vegas show. And I was like, Did I was tell super you? I'm going to have a million tangents today. My dad told me. <laughs> your dad tells you so much. Is this where you get your local news as your father in Mansfield? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> he was I forget what we were doing but he was like you know what I want to do someday I want to go to Vegas and see Celine Dion and I was like you weirdo okay cool dad okay <laughs> like cool story bro like I know that like he loves things like the like he thinks the blue man group is cool and I would have expected him to say that but no oh, he no. pulled out Celine Dion and I was like cool really Celine <laughs> that's that's, that's okay. I'm sad that in 2017 I didn't go see Britney Spears and now her uh, show is done in oh, Vegas. And I was like, man, I'm glad she didn't just do that for 30 years. Yeah. But I was like, man, I had one shot to see Britney Spears ever at this point and I did not take it. Who knows? I she'll, she'll have a weird comeback. Maybe. Uh, it's gonna be May. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I don't know her music. I just know her ex-boyfriend's music. He looked great at the Golden Globes. Yeah. 
Yeah. He put up an Instagram photo, Justin Timberlake, for those of you listening who are uh, over 30. Unaware of the, like, Damon <laughs> Denim days of their <laughs> relationship. Damon, Damon, Damon on that denim. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. I dabbed a lot today. <laughs> I don't think I've ever dabbed in my life. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. You started off 2018 the right way, and I started off dabbing up them haters. I was so, it was in a hot tub falling and I like dabbed. <laughs> and then I just kept doing it because I fall in hot tubs. I fall sitting. I was gonna say, how do you Because do that? sometimes you just lose balance? Yes. Because well, okay, that the water sense. creates buoyancy <laughs> and that's science. And so I have to dab. <laughs> I can't even say this seriously. Do you have another tangent or can we get off this? Yeah, I can tell you about a radio commercial I heard today. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Somehow ties to this. So I forget which company. It's for an insurance company, I think. <laughs> and they keep saying, like, you hear all this bad advice. And then they give, like, really awkward, like, slightly. It's almost like real advice, but not. So oh. there's one lady who says, like. Like, never eat a pizza flat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She says, like, butterflies in your stomach can mean two things, and one of them is really bad. And it's, so it's, like, things you kind of have heard before, but not. Right. And the one today, and I literally laughed out loud in my car because they get they go through a couple, and then one girl, guy said, and he gets, like, a dad voice. And he's like, um, I know the haters might keep hating, but I'm still your father, Becky. And I was just like, how did you get that many Taylor Swift references in one line? I was so impressed. <laughs> like, the Becky thing and the hater, like, how did, I don't, oh, somebody man. really was on top of their memes at that radio writing. Mm. Mm. God bless Tay-Tay. 2018. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of young love. Yeah. Today on Viewing Party, we watched a movie that's near and dear to my heart that I watched on accident over the summer, I think. <laughs> no? This one might have been on purpose. <laughs> I don't really remember. It seems like a movie you'd watch on purpose based on I, the cast. Yes. No, I had no idea. I had heard of it. I had seen I trailers for it before. It, yeah. And then um, somehow I ended up uh, watching it. I don't remember how or why or exactly when, but I watched this movie and I fell in love with Max Greenfield, everybody. He and I are getting married and we're announcing our engagement right here. I'm so excited. Live from the blanket floor. Uh, no, Max Greenfield and I are not engaged. I'm sorry, everyone. I know you were all really excited about that and uh, thought it was real. <laughs> just broke all their hearts, Keith. I hate to disappoint. I think he's actually married or something. I think I Googled that real hard. <laughs> like... Just like in the movie. <laughs> so, uh, we watched Hello, My Name is Doris, starring Sally Field and Max Greenfield. Oh, I just realized that their last names are similar. So, uh, you want to roll through the plot real quick? Yeah. It's a very simple plot yeah, and very precious. Okay, let's see if I can do this in under 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Tie me. 10 minutes. Okay. Okay, Go. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> crippling under pressure. Why did you Just apply this much pressure, Wesley? Because you told me to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, this blanket fort's got me, like, real phased. Whew. I don't know what that word means anymore. It's 2018. <laughs> Everything means something different. <laughs> Who okay. am I? Just talk about the movie. <clears throat> okay. 
So, um, Sally Field's perfect. Yeah. And Mac Greenfield is wonderful at the end. <laughs> Basically, that's She's, the plot. <laughs> so Sally Field plays this lovely woman named Doris. If you can tell me the title, hello, my Doris name is Miller, Doris. M-I-L-L-E-R. <laughs> Miller. M-I-L-L-E-R, Doris Miller. E-R? Wow. Um, I'm so sad. Uh, <laughs> so she plays Doris, um, and she has been working at this company for ever, essentially, doing data entry. And it's, uh, in the last few years, been taken over by, like, cool millennial hipsters, and it's, like, this cool hip design place to work, probably. Mm. I would assume it's some sort of marketing like, firm yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, they have a creative director, so... Yes, they have, a, like, a new art director. So, she's been working there for a really long time, and uh, her mother dies at the top of the movie. She was the sole caretaker for her mother. And she and her mother... Uh, or also hoarders, we find out. Mm-hmm. And her brother is really unhappy about this and wants her to, you know, figure that out. And his wife is kind of, like, really uh, mean yeah. <laughs> about the whole thing. So we see, we open it up with a little bit of family tension. She's kind of sad. She's got this really great friend named Roz, mm-hmm. who's wonderful. And She's Roz, a very, like, brash lady. <laughs> She's yeah. just brash. I'm having a rare moment of clarity. <laughs> um, and they're from, like, what, Staten Island? Yeah. Is that where they're from? Yeah. Okay, so Doris is super sweet and um, a hoarder. So she is on her way to work one morning, like any other morning, picks up a cool lamp on the side of the street because hoarders. I would hoarders. Keep that lamp. Like, it, <laughs> it was, was a great lamp. like, mauve, but also, like, kind of looked like it had cattails. Yeah. Like, the it plant. kind of peachy mauve. It was really pretty. I would have put cool. it in my house. <laughs> Ew, absolutely. It was the perfect kind of ugly cute. Yeah. Like, retro ugly cute kind yep. of lamp. Exactly. So she's, so we see her picking up a lamp and you're like, oh yeah, she, yep, she hoards everything. Isn't that great? So she gets to work and she gets squeezed in the elevator. There's way too many people in the elevator and she finds herself face to face with God. I'm sorry, Max Greenfield. (laughs) (sighs) And uh, he's just being like sweet and awkward and he's like, boy, it's really crowded. Super awkward. I like your glasses. You know, just like trying to make small talk and she's just like... Um, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Like, doesn't know what to say. Super freaked out. Um, and she steals a pencil from a satchel. <laughs> she does. And I was like, ooh, it's me. <laughs> so she gets to work and everything's, you know, you know, work. business as usual. And they're like, oh, let's go. Uh, we have a big meeting. Everybody gather around. And they're like, we want to introduce our new artistic director, Max Greenfield. What's his name? John. Something. Something normal. Yeah. <laughs> John, last name. And she... <laughs> Is like, oh my gosh, that was that guy from the elevator, and it was super awkward. And he's like, and they're like, give a speech. And he's like, well, you know, I'm glad to be here, and I hope to do a great job, and I'm excited to get to know you. Thanks for, you know, welcoming me into the office. And then he's like, wait, I met someone on the elevator, and she captured my heart, and it's her, that woman right there, and points to Doris, and he's like, what do you say we give this a shot, Doris? And she's like, what? And then we realized that that was a daydream and none of that happened. And she's Well, they uh, did introduce yes, him as the new the art introduced- director, but right. he did not profess his not love for her. He did not publicly on the first day of work because <laughs> sexual harassment is a thing. Yeah. Uh, sexual harassment in the workplace. So uh, so she goes back. Oh, and Kumail Nanjiani works there. So Yeah. He's perfect. He's great. Oh. Well, I just said he was perfect. Well, I'll so, like, we'll go with that. So I just, you I'm know, good with perfect. I really upped the game That's there. That's fine. Kumail Nanjiani, 
the man for the ages. <laughs> Man's man, ladies man, man about town. <laughs> and so, uh, so she, so throughout her duration of working with him, she keeps having these incredible daydreams. Just, <laughs> They're so great. just incredible. Like she has like several back to back, and she starts creating reasons for them to bump into each other. Um, she, they get new, uh, uh, posture balls, yeah. like yoga balls instead of chairs. They replace all the chairs. She lets air out of one and is like, oh, John, you I saw that pump. you have a bike pump. Could you help me? <laughs> and so he like pumps up her ball while she's sitting on it and it's very <laughs> sexual. And they're like, is that good? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. It's not too hard, is it? And she's like, no, it's perfect. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to pull this out. I hope someone just pops in the podcast right now. It's like, well, I'm going to pull this Sorry, out. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, it's Sally Field, which is even better than I'm like, ooh, oh, you, you go, girl. And, like, this entire like, movie, I was just like, this had to be so much fun to film. Had to be the For most For both of fun. them. Because, like, she gets to hang out with Max Greenfield being adorable. And, like, Max Greenfield and he gets to, like, be opposite Sally Field. Oh, Max Greenfield, though, like, in this great interview with Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen was like, well, you guys got to make out? the movie right and she's like mm-hmm. like <laughs> Sally was thrilled and she was like well what was that like for you Max he's like well it's Sally feels like <laughs> oh my gosh like he was like this yeah. is like the most beautiful woman ever and I get to make out with her and she's like have you seen him <laughs> like they're like the it, cutest that's exactly how I would have pictured it they're, they're like, both just like this they're is they're like so this fun. is so fun <laughs> Like, flirting with them, like, flirting with each other in the movie was fun. Because they were like, this is so cool. That's like, so I great. get to hang out with these people all day. Um, so she just keeps having these, the one of the best daydreams in the whole thing. And it's, like, the clip that gets shown, at, that got shown for all, like, the press tour of yeah. the movie. It was the one that was shown on all the talk shows and stuff where um, she, like, goes uh, to get coffee <laughs> And she's, like, to get a cup of coffee in the break room, and she, like, spills on his shirt, and he's like, Doris, and he, like, takes his shirt off, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, and he's like, no, you're not, you did that on purpose, and she's like, no, and he's like, no, it's okay, he's like, you're a liar, and he, like, shirtless, picks up Sally Field, sets her on the counter, and, like, does the whole, like, sweeping things off the counter. And, like, get I'm going to make sugar them. Packets. Like, get rid of these sugar packets. Or what, like, gumdrops. We don't need them. Or whatever happens. And she, he's just like, he's just like, God, you're so sexy. And she's like, I am. <laughs> and he starts making out with her at work. Again, sexual harassment in the workplace is not a joke. So that's, it, this was imaginary. This so. was, and then it turns out that this was like a complete figment of her imagination. And her and reaction, she's just standing in the break like room. practically drooling, just like <laughs> drooling with her coffee mug. And he's like, Doris, are you okay? And she's like, oh, oh, and like runs away. <laughs> it was amazing. Aww. So she keeps having all these daydreams, but also like finding ways to talk to him more at work. She uh, hangs out with Roz's granddaughter, Liv. Or Vivian? Vivian. Vivian, yeah. And she, her Vivian is like, oh, he has a Facebook. And so, like, they make a fake profile so that uh, Doris can befriend John, John. Max Greenfield. And, like, Facebook <laughs> And they're like, it's just him, Facebook like stalks him. Oh, my God. So she figures out, like, his favorite band and where he likes to eat and, like, you know, figures out all his favorite things and starts, like, listening to this band and, like, keeps a CD on her desk of uh, Baby Goya 
and the Arctic or nuclear winter or something. Something like that. Like Baby Goy and the nuclear winters. I think yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think it. that's it. It which is like also a band, right? <laughs> which is also a fake band for the movie that consists of Jack Antonoff in all of his beautiful dreamy glory. <laughs> oh my god. All of my like hipster crushes were in this movie. <laughs> like all of my like can you like they're so they're so cute. Like Kamel Nanjiani is a crush. Max Greenfield is a major and then Jack Antonoff is the lock screen on my phone. <laughs> Like, I'm so happy to be watching oh, this movie. Oh, and the guy from Mad Men. Oh, yeah, Whose grandmother him. lives in Columbus. Oh, does he? Yeah. She? Grandmother? Yeah, well, grandparents. Yes. That, what's his name? I don't remember. The guy from Mad Men. Uh, anyways, his parents. Okay. It's the guy who plays the TV producer, right? Yeah, with the glasses. Yeah. He's so adorable. I always liked him. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Rich Summer. Yes. Rich Summer's grandparents live in Columbus. I think he's, like, from oh. Columbus originally. I know this. Quick tangent. I know this because my dad dated a woman several, like several, several years ago. And uh, her neighbors are Rich Summer's grandparents. Hmm. And I was invited over to like have dinner with them once and Rich when he was in town. Weird. And I didn't go. I do not know what mistake I made in my life or oh my who else I was spending time with or what wild insecurities overtook me in that moment but I did not go and I like I <laughs> like and they taught and like his grandparents like told him about me whoa it was the like I this is if I have any regrets in life <laughs> this is not auditioning for Annie is one of them I know I wouldn't have gotten it, but I would have liked to have auditioned when I was eight. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> or ten. I don't know. I was like, I will curl my hair. I was like, I told them, I was like, I will dye my hair for this, bro. And my parents were like, no. No, you won't. They're like, you're not ready for rejection at that level yet, Katie. They might <laughs> oh, have been no. right. And I didn't go meet Rich Summer. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. That's I, crazy. Like, can you imagine how different my life could be? It might not be that different having like dinner with a guy. But still, but essentially, like you would have like, like one degree of separation know, from I Christina know. Hendricks. Like think about your life. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I just made you so sad. <laughs> She's perfect. Oh my god, I could have uh, so many things could be different or could be absolutely the same, except I would have one new experience. No, but like uh, his, like his story. grand like his grandparents were like, Oh, you know, remember our neighbor? She has like a like a friend who like would love to meet you. And he was like, Yeah, that sounds great. Like invite her over. And I like didn't go. And I don't know what I was doing or who I was with. I don't know if I was like dating someone weird and I don't know if it was like the time that I was in an abusive relationship where I felt like I couldn't do things I don't know I don't know what it was I don't remember I blocked it all out because huh. it was clearly the worst day of my life oh, that no. I didn't meet Rich Summer or at least just his grandparents I'm sure so they're that's lovely. that so that's my one regret I don't think about it that often except for when I see his face and I'm like <laughs> weak this could have been us <laughs> like it really would have probably just been like there's a, like, this girl wants to be an actress, and blah, blah, blah. like, it would have been a yeah. very, like, whatever, like, fan sort of dinner. Yeah. But, like, rich summer. It's so random. <laughs> so, so random. So random. Anyways, I should Google the crap out of him and figure out if he's married and see if I still have a shot. 
mean, I am not throwing away my shot. I didn't have that theme song yet. I didn't have Lynn in my life to let me know. <sighs> so, um, so anyway, back to where were we in the plot? Rich Facebook. Summers. Facebook. So Doris and Vivian are Facebook stalking him. She finds all of his oh, favorite stuff. Oh, the CD, stuff. the band. Yes, the CD. Yeah. So essentially, he's like, oh, that's my favorite band. And she's like, get out. No <laughs> way. Like, they're chatting at work about it. And Vivian is all like, hey, baby Goya is going to be, he's he's doing a concert on Saturday. You need to go because that means that John will be there. And Doris is like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, you have to go. Like, this is the only way you're going to bump into him outside of work. Do you have anything neon? <laughs> so she shows up with, like, some weird visor and, like, pastel painted long sleeve shirt and, like, bright neon yellow coveralls. Oh, that's amazing. She looks amazing. <laughs> so oh, great. my God. And, like, glasses. And, of course, her little, like, cat eye glasses. Yeah. So she shows up, sees Max, and they're like... Oh, that's so great. So he like they're going like they're seeing the show and Jack Antonoff comes out and he's so cute. Oh my god, he's so cute and he's playing and she like can't really see so I just like cannot get over the imagery of Max Greenfield picking up Sally Field and putting her on his shoulders <laughs> so that she can see the concert. <laughs> and she's like up above everybody, having a great time, and at first she's like, Oh my god. Like, I'm on his what? shoulders right now. Like, his head's between my legs. What am I doing? But she's having a great time, and they're having a great time, and all this. Concert ends, and, like, the whatever, like, produce, like, the, like this concert manager or yeah. whatever, like, venue staff comes over, and they're like, hey, baby Goy wants to meet you. They're like, what? So they go backstage, and uh, Jack Antonoff is just like, I like your look, Doris. I wanted you to be in my album cover. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, has no idea what's going on. Sure. So she, like, does a photo shoot. Gets on the, co- like, the, like, the new album cover. Uh, it was so funny. She meets all these, like, hipsters. She meets all, so great. Yeah, she spends the weekend, like, hanging out with all these weird hip kids that evening who, they were like, oh, I make my own. I love, and then she's whatever. like, oh, I make blueberry cornbread. It's from a mix, but I add blueberries. blueberries. And they're like, wow. And now like, I kind of want to make that. Like, oh, so. my gosh that's amazing we like, should have had that as our snack if we were still making themed snacks but we're yeah. not it's 2018 and we broke <laughs> we're gonna change this podcast to two broke white girls wait that's a thing already it's two broke girls is the name of the show true they are white though well they're also servers at a diner and <laughs> we are not true and one of them came from privilege and we are not <laughs> well I mean not well okay not that privilege I didn't have a pet pony, did you? No. Didn't have an easy bake oven. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> See? We're obviously underprivileged. Anyway. <laughs> that was the tangent. That was totally unnecessary. <laughs> so the, oh, God, I'm like oh, way over 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. it was that rich summer. My re- my one regret. You should Look maybe at put him. that photo away so you're not just staring I at I love face. him. Rich Summer returned to Cleveland 2008 to teach a master class at Case Western Reserve University. Wow. Good to know. Anyways. He's just wearing a lot of sweaters in these photos. It's great. <sighs> he's so perfect. It's like anyway. they know I just watched the movie and so they're... <laughs> Anyways, he's also in Glow and I... Oh, I haven't watched mm, that. Mm, mm, he plays a jerk and... Mm. <laughs> um, He's just wearing a lot of sweaters. So... 
Anyway, so she and Max have become friends and like they're had, you know, they like had a great time and they met up a few times and they've been getting really close to each other, blah blah blah, friendship ensues. Mm -hmm. They get back to work Monday. And like he's not really talking to her and she's like, "Oh my god, we haven't had a chance to like talk all week. Is everything fine?" He's like, "Yeah, it's just been a crazy week, like super busy." Uh, she's like, "Let's have dinner tonight." He's like, "Can't tonight, but sometime. Yeah, I think that'd be great." And she follows him after work to figure out where he's going and, it like, follows him on this date with yeah, a new girl. Yeah, she, like, sees him out through the window and then, like, stalks them. Yes, she, like, <laughs> follows them on the subway to some other part of New York. I don't know how subways work, but I feel like you could see people on a subway unless yeah, you're really... Cars. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Have she... you never been on a subway? Uh, I mean, yes. I feel like... You could just be in different cars on the same train and wouldn't see the other person. I feel like she'd be too panicked for that. Maybe. Anyways, she might be... It's Doris. <laughs> so she follows them and bumps into them, and she's like, oh, I love this store. I go to this store all the time. I shop here. Uh, and so they're like, well, why don't you hang out with us tonight? This is Brooklyn. This is this girl that I'm dating. So Brooklyn's really sweet and, like, invites Doris to her knitting circle. Her of rooftop. Rooftop knitting club yeah. or whatever. It's just... She, she says something really ridiculous. She's like, I mean, I'm not a lesbian, but I really feel like I'm myself there, you know? And what does Sally feel like? She says, I feel the same way in and Staples. And I was like, yes, me too, Doris. I totally feel that way. I just really love office supplies. And <laughs> we were like, yes, Doris. <laughs> oh, that was a great part. Oh, oh, yeah, when they meet. And she's like, oh, my name's Brooklyn. And Doris is like, oh, are you from Brooklyn? And Brooklyn says, no, my parents really liked Woody Allen. She's like, oh, why did they name you Woody Allen? <laughs> And Doris was clearly being insulting, but they thought it was they hilarious. They thought it was so funny. Oh, my goodness. Uh. So Doris spends the evening with Brooklyn, finds out Brooklyn's great, goes home, gets wine drunk, leaves a Facebook comment on, yeah. on John's wall. Because she has this yes, fake account. Of, like, like Lilith Primrose. <laughs> with, like, a Google image, like, yeah. stock photo for her profile. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, Lilith Primrose, she has leave a comment on his wall that's, like... Our love was like the something, and you tore it all asunder. <laughs> like, yeah. something ridiculous. Brooklyn sees this, shows up at work, breaks up with John. Everyone's like, mm, that was dramatic. And Sally's like, oh, bummer. And so Max <laughs> Greenfield calls her and is like, hey, Doris, can we talk? Like, I just need a friend. <laughs> so they're, like, just out for a walk talking. It's like, last night I was cleaning my room and I found a pair of Brooklyn's <laughs> jeans in my closet. I was so sad I put them on. I'm wearing them right now. They fit me perfectly. And she's like, yeah, they do. She looks down at his butt and goes, oh, yeah, they do. Which <laughs> uh, is so subtle and so And then they just keep talking. And it's, yeah, they just keep talking great. and, like, you know, get back to being friends again. I wonder and if he just, like, ad-libbed that because I wouldn't be surprised. I, I promise you he ad-libbed that nonsense. That is such... That's so Schmidt. I'm wearing them right now. They I'm wearing them perfectly. right now. That's such, a, that's such a Schmidt thing to say that I was like, Max, you probably just got off the set of one shoe and popped in. That's probably not what happened because he's a professional. Oh, he's so beautiful. And so... And then the whole time he's talking about the jeans, I just keep staring at them. Like, are they women's jeans? I know. I was like, I'm not I sure. can't tell. <laughs> Uh, which is the problem my dad has with, like, skinny jeans. 
It's not the problem I have with them. <laughs> Does your dad wear skinny jeans? No, he just really thinks it's silly that people wear them. He asked me one day years ago. We're at church, and he was like, oh, so is cuffing your jeans cool now? And I was like, I mean, I guess. Everyone has cuffs on their jeans, so probably. Why? <laughs> like, why? Like, you're not going to do it. Like, you're still not wearing slim fit denim, so why does, so don't start cuffing it, too. Like, with your, like, wide fit denim, don't cuff them as well. Like, that won't look cute. <laughs> What's going to look cute is, like, a slim fit dark wash that you cuff to show off your cool socks and shoes. Right. That's what's cool. It's very silly and it's all, you know, it's whatever. Anyway, so they become friends again and, um, oh, and then Max says, hey, Doris, would you ever consider dating a younger man? She says, oh, yes. He's like, cool. (laughs) Just like leaves it at that. And so, uh, uh, Roz and Doris have like a whole little tiff where she's like, you need to be careful. You're going to get hurt. Oh, I'm worried yeah. about you. Well, he, in that scene, invites her to come to his place for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Because he's having, like, all his friends come Friendsgiving, over. Friendsgiving, yeah. And he's like, I really want you to come. And then says the line about, like, like would you ever date a younger yeah. man? And I'm like, I would date an older man. <laughs> it's fine. And so that's why, like, Roz <laughs> is freaking out. Because she's like, you're going to, like, go do this for the holiday instead. And, instead like, of be with your friends and family who've yeah. always been here for you. Like, like you're just being. You're being selfish. Yeah. And this is childish. And you're going to get hurt. And, like, all this thing. And Doris. Or that was when she says, I'm having a rare moment of clarity, yeah. says Roz. And Doris is like, I can take care of myself. Yeah. Like, don't you like, you're not my mother. Don't worry about me. Leave me alone. So she goes, oh, also in the middle of all of this in like Doris's personal life, she has like, she's seeing a counselor, mm-hmm. counselor and her brother and her brother's like miserable wife come over and try to like help her like de and she freaks out because the woman- They show up. The woman is trying to take the pencil that she stole yeah. from- And they show up the day after she oh, discovers- Brooklyn. The, yeah, yes. with Brooklyn. So, like, she's a disaster, like, emotionally. Like, yes. she's been drinking all night. Yeah. She, like, wakes up to them banging she's on lonely. the door. And they're like, let's get rid of all your favorite possessions. And, and she's, she's like, like no. get out of she's my like, house. You need to go. So that's, like, a whole thing that's, so that's going on. that's been happening. So that's been going yeah. on. She's had tensions running with Roz because she's, like, super fawning over this boy. And Roz is like, this is cannot be healthy. And she's like, leave me alone. Get over it. So Thanksgiving comes, Doris uh, puts on her best makeup and cutest dress. She looks so, so great. Oh, I want to look half Field. that cute. <laughs> Sally Field is the most beautiful human being. Oh, Holy so cow. She's so hot. So she puts on this, like, cute strapless dress and little cap sleeves. Like, it's a sweetheart neck and everything. And, like, yeah. her hosiery and, like, winged eyeliner and red lipstick. And she's like... Dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> like, where does that come from? I don't know. Anyways, so she's dressed to uh, <laughs> to the ninth power, and <laughs> she's, like, going to go to Friendsgiving. She shows up there with, like, a pie and everything, and, like, Friendsgiving is great, and Max is like, hey, here's all these people. And Kumail Nanjiani's like, I just met this guy in Grindr. I don't know a thing about him. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, that's nice. Oh, great. <laughs> so they, like... Having a nice dinner, and Max gives a toast, and is like, this is my uncle, and uncle's super weird. Uncle, uncle is played by 
um, the neighbor from the 70s show that's Don's oh. dad. Oh, yeah, the na- that's, I was like, I know who this guy is. I've been watching is. 70s show reruns lately, and I was like, oh, I know that guy. This he just doesn't have guy. a perm. Oh, my gosh. He's so great. Uh... His his name is something really ridiculous. It's um. It's not Rich Summer. I know that much. No. You, I know it when I hear it. Jack Antonoff. That's not it. Mm. Where's the uncle? There oh, he is. Don, Don Stark. Stark. Doesn't that sound like a seventies name? If Don you've ever heard Stark. One? Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. So Don Stark. Oh yeah, Beth Bear is his Brooklyn. That's who that is. Anyways, oh, wait, isn't she in Two Broke Girls? I think so. <laughs> Is, is she, she one of the broke girls? Well, click on her and find out. Oh, and Natasha Lyon? I don't know. Leon. Anyway, she's in this movie. It's great. It's a really solid cast. It's, yeah, it's pretty fun. <gasps> Kumail. He's so cute. I just love how he has, like, the eyebrow thing in all his photos, and he just makes him look super awesome. Mm. He's just, like, smoldering because he can. <laughs> oh, Kumail. <laughs> Your face is kind of crooked, and I'm super into it. He's so cute. Now we're just looking at pictures. So, now internet. we're just looking at pictures of Camille Nanjiani. I just, oh. I keep watching The Big Sick, and I love it more every time. Every time. I watch it. I tell you I watch it with my parents. <laughs> the scene. The, uh, you got to edit all this out, too. <laughs> it was just like. I love it. It's such a on. great movie. Okay, anyways. Anyway. Um, Friendsgiving? So, Friendsgiving, there... So, she's all dressed up. She right. goes to the party. He has a toast. Whole deal. He has a toast. He's like, thanks for being here. They play Never Have I Ever. Then they're, like, dancing and getting, like... She's, like, getting she's wine drunk again. She's had a lot of drinks. She's getting... She's had some martinis, it looks like. Or they're in a martini some, glass. I don't have, know. Yeah. It was There's like, cocktails and cocktail, wine yeah. and the whole thing. And she's like, hey, John, I need to speak to you in the bedroom for a minute. And he's like, yeah, I'll be right there. So, she, like, is in there and he lays... And they, like, sit on the bed together, and she's just, like, from the moment we first met in the elevator, I felt this energy between us. And then you broke up with Brooklyn, and I wrote that thing on your wall, and then the next day you asked me if I would ever date a younger man, and I knew you felt the same way. And she's, like, trying to kiss him, and he's, like, no. (laughs) He's, like, no, Taurus. Wait, what do you... You wrote that on my wall? She's, like, yes, I'm wait, I'm confused. I don't understand. And he's like, I cannot believe you would do that. I really liked her. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I don't know if he says that. Yeah. He's he's much kinder than most men in this situation. And she's just like, I don't understand. I don't understand why you asked me that question. Why would you ask me if I would date a younger man? Why would you say that to me? And he says, I was talking about my uncle Frank. I wasn't talking about me. And she's like, Oh, my God. Like, realizes she made a huge mess. Leaves the party. Roz comes over to bring her some, like, leftovers from Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. And she's just like, no one even ate my pie. (laughs) So Roz is, like, back in best friend mode. Yeah. And she's like, listen, you got... Two you kinds of two kinds of stuffing, stuffing real, real cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce. Like it's gonna be fine. <laughs> like peps are up a little bit. Like they do, you know. They go back into like they be they click. And Doris is like, "Man, I was an idiot. I'm sorry. Thank you." They become friends again. So Doris like peps up a little bit and is like, "Okay, 
that was a mess. Like, I got really caught up in something. Mm-hmm. It was never going to work. I got to make some changes. Like, this is not okay. She calls her therapist. They dehoard the house. Like, she becomes a minimalist suddenly. Yeah. And she's like, I'm quitting my job. Like, I've been doing this for way too long, not really doing anything with my life, and it's time for me to just move on. Like, I can't stay here. I can't stay near him. Like, this is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, like, step up and go. So she's leaving, and all of the, like, hipsters at work, all of the, like, young millennials are like, can I have your cat yoga calendar? And can I have that lamp? And can I have that rubber duck? And she's like, just take it. Just take it. Like, please. Like, just take them. So she's leaving, and she stops over to the conference room where Max Greenfield is being perfect. And she's like, I, she's like, well, bye. <laughs> Basically, and he's like, what do you mean? She's like, I quit. Oh, also, before oh, yeah. this, so, sorry, before the end of the episode, the boss is there. The boss is just kind of, like, rude and not cool anyways yeah. and, like, not nice to Doris, so you're really just, like, indifferent to her. And Doris is like, oh, and by the way, she's like, I quit effective immediately, and I'm taking all of my office supplies because staples. <laughs> and she's like, and also, and she picks up the posture ball and goes, this is not a chair, and like throws the ball across, like, ball like style across all, the room, all like over all the cubicles, and like nearly hits the woman in the face. <laughs> and it's like, this is not a chair. <laughs> Oh, it was so satisfying. So she's got, like, her little office box, like, her file box of office supplies, and mm-hmm. she stops in to see Max. John. She's like, I'm leaving. He's like, what do you mean? She's like, I quit. I've been here too long. It's time for me to move on. Reiterates what I just said. She's like, I'm really sorry about what happened at Thanksgiving. It, like, wasn't okay. And I never wanted to hurt anyone, and I just really appreciate your friendship. Mm-hmm. It's meant a lot to me, and it's really helped me grow. So thank you for being, like, a generous friend to me. Yeah. So she's, like, leaving and going over to the elevator, and he runs back over there, and he's like, Doris, wait. And she's like, what? And he's like, I, he's like, I didn't. I didn't mean any of that that I said at Thanksgiving that was so stupid of me to try and set you up with my Uncle Frank. The guy's a weirdo. <laughs> he's just like, I'm so, he's like, why wouldn't this work between us? Like, why shouldn't this happen? Like, why can't why we shouldn't make this we work? Try it, yeah. He's like, why shouldn't we try this? Like, there's, like, I can't think of a good reason not to. And she's like, please stop. And then he kisses her, and then you realize that that was all in her imagination. <laughs> and he's still in the office. He's still over yeah. in the conference room, and she's like, oh, well... That was a nice daydream. So she's, like, getting in the elevator, and, uh, like, there's people filing out. It's really cute that we, like, start everything Mm -hmm. back where we ended in the elevator. She's getting in the elevator and uh, steps in, and then you just see, like, it ends with... Like, the doors are closing into the elevator. Yes. It ends with the doors closing to the elevator, and she's just standing there, and you just see Max Greenfield in the other room go, Doris, wait! And then the elevator doors close, and that was the end and of the movie. The, then black screen, and they're like, ah! Doris! Doris has her day. Doris's day out. Oh, my God. And it's so cute. And that's how the movie ends, and it's all of my dreams and all of my fantasies. <laughs> It's a really cute movie. It's so cute. I'm so glad that you agreed to watch it because it's yeah, the cute. It is really cute. And oh I just gosh. I want all of her outfits. She wore like <gasps> the cutest, quirkiest clothes, and it was great. The are you still googling outfits? 
no, I'm talking <laughs> to you on a oh, podcast. Okay. I'm being very present to this conversation. The, his, <laughs> the outfits in this movie were perfect. I, yeah. The I most was like, perfect. I want to wear all of these. There was one where she had like a mustard like skirt that was like poodle skirt swing style, but had like <laughs> appliques on it. Oh. Like. And then she wore it with, like, a cardigan and danced around by herself to, like, the, his favorite band. It was the cutest. It's so she good. She always wore, like, he- headbands with bows on them and stuff. And, oh, she's so cute. He has two children. And he's married. Rich Summer is married. Good Who man. is her? Who is she? Who is this man? Anyways, okay, well, now I know. So, no <laughs> shot. I threw away my shot. Aww. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like Angelica. There are more shots. I'm like Angelica and Hamilton. They never had a shot. <laughs> it's fine. He's like 12 years older than me. It's all fine. Anyways, back to Doris. Her outfits were perfect. They were so cute. The whole time, actually, from the get-go, I was like, Wesley, I feel like this is just you and I. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you put both of us into one person, it would be Doris. <laughs> we're like weird daydreams like me, perfect fashion sense like you, love staples like both of us. I bet she enjoys bread and butter with her pasta. Probably. Because I know Smart I do. Smart people do. Smart people love bread and butter with their pasta. <laughs> hey, if it works for the Italians. It works. Wait, do Italians have just have bread and butter? Is that an actual Italian thing? I think so. There's just you went bread to Italy, didn't bread you? There's bread everywhere, and there's pasta everywhere, and you just eat it all, and it's wonderful. Oh, but did you, did you ever see anyone have bread and butter when you were in Italy? I'm not sure if there was butter or if it was just a lot of, like, oil. oil. But there was be- definitely bread. <laughs> okay, well, we got half. <laughs> we got half. I don't, uh, I don't need to talk about milk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, we need some milk. Anyway, what a- <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Go on. It's a video from the internet. <laughs> it's, like, it's a video from the internet. <laughs> it's a video from the internet. <laughs> I'm so upset you never heard about this. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Hold on. I'll this show is a you. cozy blanket. Ready? Hold on. I just wanted to sleep in this blanket board. <laughs> what? <laughs> what you don't see is that there's like a car. There's a like a car like, race or something. And like someone Here. falls out. There's a bike. It's a car. What? <laughs> so weird. That's the video. <laughs> That's the video. <laughs> I said that one time. I was hanging out with a bunch of friends, and somebody ate like a fresh jalapeno pepper, and was like, like. Freak it out because it was so hot, and I was just like, "Oh, we need some milk." <laughs> like, it went over really well uh, for once. Um, and so, <laughs> anyway, so that's internet video for 2018 is "Oh, we need some milk." <laughs> that's not the video for this year. It's just not. Um, Lordy, uh, yeah. Like, the outfits in this movie were perfect. I love so much that they made, they got the office to look like a cool, trendy, startup kind of office Mm -hmm. in a way that was, like, both pretty and obnoxiously millennial because it it was, like, so trendy. Super obnoxiously obvious. No, it wasn't, like, chalkboard walls and bean bags, (laughs) but, like... But it was, like... 
coffee in the break room and everything's white, white. and there's and glass walls and mm, lots mm. of bouncy ball chairs. Yeah. Like it clearly looked like some like young designers came in and were like, let's make it more interesting by putting less <laughs> everywhere. But they kept the cubicles. Like it like the only yeah. thing that could have made it if more it had been open an open working yeah. space. But Which like is the, the worst. But the cubicle <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but the cubicle thing was great for Doris. Yeah. For Doris's character to just yeah. be like in she a would just cubicle. like pop up over the top, <laughs> like look her, over like, the her little glasses, over the garden wall there, oh, <laughs> man, which was precious. They did. A, I think they, outside of the like very clear amounts of like, uh, imagined office sexual harassment issues, mm-hmm. um, I think that they did a really. F- Nice job sort of laying out, like, how a relationship between two very different generations could build. Mm-hmm. Um, where she's, like, trying to figure out what on earth all this stuff is. And he's trying to figure <laughs> out, like, this girl, like, this woman in the office is cool. But how do I communicate with her? Like, he's like, you're a baller, Doris. Straight up. And she's like, she, has she call. calls the granddaughter, Vivian, is like, what is a baller? <laughs> like, what does it mean when someone calls you a baller? <laughs> and I was like, you go, Doris. Get you some education. Look at you out there. Flourishing. I did love the, like, relationship between her and Vivian and how they would just, yes. like, lay on the bed and giggle and, like, look at Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Like, Aw, they're so cute. Ooh, it's us. <laughs> oh, man. It was great. Um, yeah, they did a really cool job showing, like, differences in relationships between different generations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... I think everyone spoke to each other in a way that, like, every character spoke in a way that I was like, yeah, that sounds super normal. Yeah. But clearly, if you were to speak to your grandmother this way, like, it might be like, we, it might be like, what on earth are you talking about? Yeah. Like, she might be like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, when she doesn't understand oh. fist bumping. Like, the best thing ever is when Jack Antonoff is like, what'd you think of my show, Doris? Because <laughs> she says, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was a little loud in places, and I could have done without some of the explicit language, but overall, it was very nice, and I enjoyed myself. <laughs> He's real quiet, and he goes, I like you, Doris. You say what you mean, and you mean what you say. <laughs> He's like, let's get her digits. And she's like, my what? <laughs> she's like, your so digits. Offended. We need your phone number so we can call you and sh- She's like, oh, do you have a pencil? pencil? And they're like, no, no no one has a pencil. (laughs) And that was a really great breakdown of like, oh. The miscommunication, yeah. None of, like, they could not have communicated worse. (laughs) And also just like had a great moment together at the same time, which is really great. So those sorts of things where like Doris is um, doing the photo shoot and he's like, oh, that's tight, Doris. (laughs) She's just, like, what? doing her own thing. What? <laughs> like, she's just doing her thing. Like, having a nice time with a record player <laughs> in a photo shoot. Like, it was ridiculous. It was so much. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I loved the, the way that they sort of, like, bridged generational gaps and made a movie that, like, I think an older person could watch and be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And younger people can watch and be like, oh, my God, this is really how obnoxious <laughs> we are. Yeah. Without it being, like, mocking of us, but mm-hmm. it's just like, this is just kind of what our generation looks like yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't at all that, like, aren't millennials dumb? It was just like, like it was like, this is how people are. This is how people communicate right yeah. now, and this is just kind of what it looks like. Yeah. And it's silly. It was, like, self-aware and poked fun without yeah. being, like, obnoxious. Yeah. Like, millennials are the death of America. And it's like, well, we's what, we's, we's, we's what you got. <laughs> okay? <laughs> we's what you got. 2018. <laughs> 
2018. We's what you got. I still don't believe that it's a new year. I don't. I keep saying it again and again, so I'll get used to it being 2018 quicker than I don't want to hit June and be like, oh, yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. Huh. What year is wow. it again? Did I ever tell you about this? Oh, no. We can do... I can go on one tangent, we can end the podcast, or we could finish talking about the movie and end the podcast. Let's do the tangent. I think we'll okay, cool. the movie. <laughs> the movie's great. Everybody should watch it. It's very cute. Wait, before we do that, though, <laughs> how many Channings do we give this movie? How many Channing Tatums do we give this movie? I give I, it all of them. I give it 2018 Channing <laughs> There was nothing. I wouldn't change a thing about Mm -hmm. it. The pace is good. The costumes are great. The dialogue is funny. Max Greenfield has his shirt off. (laughs) I definitely teared up because I cried at all the movies. I know. (laughs) When she gets so sad and you're like, oh, the tragedy. Oh, it's so good. It's just so precious. I love every second of this movie. It's a really good, like, sit down and watch with your girlfriend's movie. I also enjoyed watching it with my, uh, I watched it with a boyfriend, uh, is how I saw this movie initially, and I, like, I was invested, mm-hmm. he was on his phone, and I was like, no, Sally, no! And he's like, <laughs> what in the world? And I'm like, don't go to the party, it's gonna hurt! Like, <laughs> she's, like, following him on the subway, and I'm like, Sally, oh, no, don't hurt yourself! Don't do it! Like, please, stop. Like, I was just, like, I was in it. I was so in this movie. Oh. Um... So your tangent. This tangent about years. In high school, <laughs> I had, I think it was my freshman, no, it was my sophomore math class. There was a kid, it was like 2015. No, 2005. I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. It really is that funny. I don't know why I can't stop that. <laughs> Plot twist. All those jokes about me being into 19 year olds. It's really just me being a 19 year old. I'm getting my diploma soon. I'm gonna throw my cap. I hope I don't fall. Plot twist, I fell. Um, so sophomore year math class. Yeah. We're there. It's halfway into 2005. Like, we're, well, no, not because that would have been the summer. We're well into 2005, okay? <laughs> or maybe it's 2006. When did high school start? 2004? I don't know. I was in college in 2005. We're so. in a pretend it's 2005 or 2006. It's like that school year. Wait, okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it would have been 06 because that's when Rob graduated high school, which was my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Got it. Because he's younger than me. Yes. yes. So, oh, 2005, 2006. It's somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year math class. And our teacher, every day, our teacher would say, all right, put your name at the top left corner of the paper yeah, yeah, yeah. and write the date. This is the date. And he was like, you know, like 4-04-2005 or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, May, blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever it was, every single day he would tell you the date. Like, day, month, year, yeah. or whatever. Every day, every single day for nine months, he would say this. This kid in the middle of the school year looks up and goes, 
wait, what year is it? <laughs> we're like, dude, we'll pretend it's 2005, 2005, like well into the 2005 school year. And he's like, wait, are you kidding? And we're like, no. <laughs> like, why would we joke about this? Like, it's math class. Why are we joking about numbers? <laughs> like, we're like... <laughs> Why would we joke about numbers? (laughs) Right? Right? What is it about this blanket fort that is making me laugh so much? It's just like a really good spot for our laughter, though. It's just like, it's just like wrapping our laughter up real nice. So he's like, what year is it? 2005, obviously. No, we're not kidding. He's like, oh my God. I have been writing the wrong year. For years. <laughs> for years. Like, he, he put, like, 2004. And he was like, how many legal documents have I signed that are now incorrect? And we're like, you're, you're, we're like, you're 16. <laughs> like, what? Like, what? Legal documents? Like, your adoption papers? I don't know what you're doing. Like, what are you doing? And he's just, like, he, he's like, oh, my God. Like, he, like, stopped class. I was, like, gripping his desk and was, like. Just had a whole had, existential like, crisis. He, he was, like, I'm having a, I think he said, he was, like, I'm having, like, an existential crisis right now. And we had to, like, stop class to, like, get him really grounded on, like, yes, it is 2005. This is what has happened this year. Are you sure you know where you are right now? Are you a time traveler? You, like, you, you might have been a time lord. <laughs> like, what, are you, do, what year do you think it is? <laughs> like, let's talk about like, this. When do you th- and he was like, I, oh my God, I've written the wrong date on every piece of paper for like at least a year. I don't know how long. Like, like the whole, like he had a breakdown. Oh, no. class. Teacher's just like, Brad Gimrick is his name. Brad, if you're listening, I love you so much. <laughs> I saw him at the zoo one time, and oh, yeah. I almost said hi, and then I was like, I don't know if he's going to remember me. He was also there with his, like, three kids, and I was really just trying to see a manatee. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, that could possible. <laughs> Somebody needs crutches is the text I just got, and they're asking <laughs> if they can borrow mine. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I'm glad I'm the girl with crutches. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, no one would ever call me for that. <laughs> Crutch mom. So <laughs> my mind went through a whole loop to get to that sentence. Um, so yeah, this kid just had a total breakdown about what year it is in the middle of math class. And I just was sitting there like, oh, like, what do we do? Like, I, I was like laughing, but then was also like, this is really scary. Yeah. And then I was like, do I really know what year it is? And then I was like, wait, what if I've been lied to? And I was like, ah, uh, and like, I don't remember how it got handled, but I think he needed to like go to the bathroom for a little bit and like chill out. It was like, whoa, like he, wow. that boy was shook. That's crazy. I think that's the appropriate term. Yeah. Hey, millennials, let me know. I'm kind of an old lady <laughs> when it comes to words of being on fleek. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Stay woke. So, uh, yeah, oh, so that was my weird story about, like, years changing. Anytime a year changes and everyone's like, oh, we wrote the wrong year. <laughs> like, you do that for, like, three months until you get used to it. But then every month you write the wrong month for three days until you get used to it. Like, yeah. you do that. Like, again what again. Day is it? But this guy wrote the wrong year for, like, a year. 
Is he gonna be okay? Oh, man. I don't remember if I saw him after that. Like, I, that's the only memory I had that's of that crazy. kid. I don't remember his name. I have no idea. But I thought um, you just said you saw him at the zoo. No, I saw my math teacher, Brad. Oh, I was like, what? No, I saw Brad Gimrick at the zoo. I'm just gonna keep saying his name in case he's out there. If you're out there. <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> it's by John Legend. I was gonna say Lennon. Um, Max Greenfield. So, 2018 Channing Tatum's, we're ready to go. Let's get this ball rolling. <laughs> peace peace uh, out. Well, we do have our fancy new microphone, so we've oh, got that man. going for us. I'm glad this was, like, uh, our first adventure into <laughs> this microphone was, uh, yeah. I could just say Max Greenfield a lot you into did. this microphone. Max Greenfield. Max. Max, if you're listening. <laughs> Sell a little paranormal activity. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what we got. So, yeah, this was a really fun movie. I loved it. I'm really yeah, glad we yeah. watched it. Do you have anything else to add about it? Is it do we do anything else? This <laughs> <laughs> podcast. I forget how podcasting oh, works. I don't remember. This uh, mic has me freaking out, man. I'm not stable. Wrap up? Yeah. Great. Cool. Uh, if you find any of this remotely tantalizing, I know I did. You can check us out <laughs> online at viewingpartypod.com. We're going to have show notes, photos of Max Greenfield, yep. photos of Sally Field, photos of Max Greenfield, and photos of Max Greenfield's feet. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked a body part on the fly. You can, you can also check us out. I'm going to have to Google that. <laughs> or you could edit it out. You have that power to not put Mac Greenfield's feet. (laughs) You're going to be like deep in TMZ articles. Like trying to find shots of his feet. You're going to be like all about like weird foot fetish sites. Like I need Mac Greenfield's toes. (laughs) Or you could just remove this whole thing and put it at the end of the episode. Yes. You can follow us. You can check us out on the website. The website that I'm going to give you, it's viewingpartypod.com. We'll have show notes and very normal photos of normal people. (laughs) You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at viewingpartypod. That's viewingpartypod without the A at viewingpartypod. Yeah. Uh, If you want to hear more from me being a normal person, you can check out my other podcast, Columbus Cares. You can find us on Facebook, uh, and our podcast is available wherever podcasts are available. I don't know. The internet <laughs> picks up some tubes, and they suck up podcasts, and they put them in other places, and that's how it works. I talked to Al Gore about it. He knows his stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, also, submissions for the Columbus Podcast Festival are going to close at the end of the month, okay. I believe. Um, so if you haven't submitted, hurry up and submit. 
Uh, it's gonna be awesome. We're working on getting Put your, your headliners. Put your in the tubes and send it over. Yes, like, you know when you go to the bank? Exactly. And you put your money in the tube, in the pneumatic and tubes. then they give you a sucker? It's like that, <laughs> but you, uh, get to be in the podcast festival <laughs> is your sucker. Sucker. <laughs> that was the worst pitch for a podcast festival. Um, yeah, join us at pbs.org. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I've been listening to a lot of NPR, and I've just heard so many things. Um, oh, those man. are my big announcements. Do you have any cool big announcements? Any big things coming up? Da, da, da. No, I don't think so. Cool. Uh, yeah, if, uh, if, if that's all that we got, uh, I'm the girl who's always emailing your boss, Katie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the person with the patented podcast giggle. So <laughs> your name is Wesley. Cool. I forgot I'm... there for a second. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing anymore. And this has been viewing party. Oh my what, goodness! What thing is gonna be insane? <laughs> oh my god.